The Lightning Thief, Chapter 13, I Plunged to My Death We spent two days on the Amtrak train, heading west through hills, over rivers, past amber waves of grain. We weren't attacked once, I, but I didn't relax. I felt that we were traveling around in a display case being watched from the I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. Episode 6. 7? 8? No. I think it's 7. Wait. Who knows? It's so hard to keep track of things like numbers. True. Yeah. Anyways, I'm- this this week, uh, we are analyzing chapters 13, I Plunge to My Death, and chapters 14, um, what's the title of the chapter? 14, I Become a Known Fugitive. I Become a Known Fugitive through the theme of identity, which might not be what we said at the end of the last episode, but... I didn't like our original theme that we had written down, so I decided to change it, and then I forgot what I changed it to. So this morning in our group chat, we were like, oh, what is the theme? And I suggested like three different ones, but now we're talking about identity. We are. (laughs) It's a little ironic. (laughs) So fun, though. Yeah, so these chapters... I said it before we started recording, but I'm going to say it again. It feels like a lot happened and nothing happened at the same time. Like, they felt like, like, you know, if you look at the facts, like, a lot happened. Like, Percy almost died, and there was a chimera, and Annabeth explained her daddy issues, etc. But, like, it, when you, I don't know, like, when I was just going through it, it, it felt short, and it felt like it all happened in like the same like place almost like it didn't feel like there was a variety which is like not a bad thing it's just it's two chapters of a long book but like it was just it was interesting yeah it went very fast uh I felt like one thing happened but like not in a bad way I was just like oh oh it's over yeah it was yeah but it was very compelling to keep going Mm -hmm, I agree because there was always kind of something happening but it was still that one. But also, yeah. <laughs> but also, wow, we sound so educated right now. You guys, were, we promise we're in college. We're <laughs> no thoughts, head empty. <laughs> how it is. I mean, that's just how it is, right? Yeah. So, what we forget. The entire existence of the Chimera Chihuahua. Wait, am I not doing the summary? Oh, wow. Actually, it's not necessary because you guys... No, 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 no. Let's... We we are stupid. You are right. Exactly what you guys just said? We didn't say anything that happened. We just sat and we're like, oh, like, one thing happened, but not a lot of stuff happened. But uh, (laughs) what is the state of the world? Yeah, it's so true. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it is Neve's turn to do the 30 
It is. Second recap. Oh, she almost got out of it. She sh- she should have not well, said I've been anything. Writing it. So now I want to say it. I like that you write it down. I just go for it. Me too. I mean, but also, what's our success rate? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I don't crunch a chip while you're talking about the book chapter. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Annabeth has a very, very sad childhood with a very, very abusive family. They get to St. Louis. They go sightseeing. Um, They go up in the arch. There's a mean chihuahua and a mean lady. Um, It's actually a chimera, and it comes very, very close to killing Percy, but then his sword falls off the arch, and he jumps in the water and prays beside and helps him, and yay, he does, but everyone sees him do that. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Chapter 14 wasn't much. (laughs) It was just like, oh, we saw him jump. (laughs) Why did you put the alarm so close to the mic? I can't get it to stop. We just have this background music. Yes, this is the whole time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think the only important thing you forgot was that his dad t- tells him to go to Santa Monica. Yeah, oh, that is true. Which I thought was really funny. <laughs> because it's like this interaction is so like ethereal and otherworldly, and she's like. Your father saved you. Here's your sword. Your mother's not dead. Don't trust the gifts. Go to Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> That's real. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> I can't take anything in America seriously. Like, Santa Monica. Okay. It's like, this is what I love about these books is like, whenever it starts to get like serious and then it's something just ridiculous. I know. It's like, you will find. <laughs> The cure to world hunger in Albuquerque, New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) So real. She would. Albuquerque, more like Alba Turkey. Congratulations. Ava, would you like to continue this podcast without writing? (laughs) How do we take him out of a Zoom meeting that he started? Exactly. I am the host. What else did we forget, guys? Yes. Yeah, I guess, honestly, the 30-second recap was something we forgot, so, like, it fit under the segment correctly. (laughs) That's true. We got really meta there, right? Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah, so... Okay, so you had said that you forgot the whole Chimera Chihuahua thing. I did, yes. This is something that I've remembered so distinctly, these two chapters. Me too. Really? Specifically because they're not in the movie. And I was so upset that they're not in the movie. Because on another level, like, I was born in Missouri. Uh, My family lives in Illinois. I'm very familiar with St. Louis. So when I was little, I was like, oh, St. Louis, it's a place I know. Because, like, I had never been to Long Island. I had never been to... New Jersey, the other, I'd never been to the rest of the places it talks about in these books, but I was like, oh, I have been to St. Louis. I know that fucking arch. <laughs> and then it wasn't in the movies, and they went to Nashville instead, and I said, what? <laughs> I think, like, my brain, it's so irritating, because I wish my brain was truer to the book for this 
specific one, but um, I think I've just seen like the movie and like the musical, like, I don't know. I've just consumed that sort of media a lot more recently. And so I've been forgetting a lot of stuff that wasn't in those things. And like, <laughs> like I don't like that for myself, but it's, it's true. <sighs> I can't think of anything else I forgot. I don't know. This is so distinct to me. Oh, this is a little specific, but the the idea of the helm of darkness. Oh, I about that. Yeah, I just have in my notes. The helm of darkness is scary as hell. Like that is literally so frightening. I completely forgot about that, and I don't know why that didn't scar me. Like that was terrifying. Yeah. Ooh, and this is the part where it starts to like suggest more that ooh was it Anna Beth who who stole the lightning bolt yeah I don't know I kind of wish she did right <laughs> I mean <laughs> um architectures we find out Anna Beth is wants to be an architect that's true that is something I remember <laughs> and Percy's like what <laughs> A little mean to her he like laughs at her and he's like you and she's like bitch yeah like her reasoning was so sweet though i can't remember the exact like um description of it but she was like i just want to build things and not tear like it just was like really sweet like i want i only want to build things and like create things and i was like oh yeah that's so adorable <laughs> oh here here it is uh, uh, Athena expects her children to create things, not just tear them down, like a certain god of earthquakes I could mention. Yes, and then after that, um, Percy's like, can we work together on something? Like, do we have to hate each other? And then there's the whole chariot description that, like, Athena made chariots, but Poseidon made horses, so they can't work unless they have each other. And I was like, that's so sweet. I love it. And And I was like, well, actually... You can still ride a horse on its own, but you can't ride a chariot <laughs> without right, someone. Don't to ruin a sweet moment. <laughs> it was a sweet thing. It was. Oh my god! It was so funny though because it was like Percy was like, "Can't we just like like is there anything they work together on?" And she was like, and it was like she thought about it for a while. <laughs> I I forgot that uh, Grover was just like eating jelly beans, and I wanted jelly beans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Me too. <laughs> the idea of jumping out of the gateway arch, and when he's like, "Oh, I read somewhere that jumping from nine thousand feet not nine thousand feet <laughs> but you know what i mean like 900 feet uh into water is just as bad as concrete and like that stuck with me hmm. i feel like that was one of those things where like i told people i was like did you know that uh jumping into water is just as dangerous <laughs> no i know it's a fun I, fact i like i think that like left an wow english hello that definitely left an impression on me too because like i literally was watching something a couple days ago and like this character like jumped from 
like some floor of a hotel like into the outdoor pool and I was like how is he not dead <laughs> like con that's concrete almost but like now I'm like oh that's where that was from like that's where I the the only thing I like really had remembered about chapter 14 was Percy sitting at the bottom of the river and he he grabs a, the cheeseburger wrapper and makes it dry. That was the only thing I remembered happened in this chapter. <laughs> what a strangely specific thing to like compartmentalize in your memory. Yeah. I love that. Just a very distinct memory of mine. So fun. And he lights on fire, like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I mean, we have him more of being a fugitive in this. Yeah. Percy fugitive life is fun to read. <laughs> That's so real. <laughs> it's just wild to me that they're like, yes, this 12-year-old is a terrorist. I know. It's like, how how did he possibly orchestrate all of this? No, I know. It's like, also impressive that he, they make it all the way across the country without getting caught. Yeah, for real. Like, when they were like, we got to the Amtrak station without being figured out, and then we got on. The, and I was like, how would you get on any public transportation without someone seeing you? It like, really speaks to the incompetence of America. That's really true. Really? And I guess this was before camera phone, like before everyone had a smartphone. That's true. Yeah, that is true. And before like social media was as big and powerful as it is. Yeah. yeah. Big and powerful. <laughs> big and powerful. <laughs> okay, so where did we see identity? Chihuahua thing. Obviously, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Echidna and the Chihuahua are a fat. Well, Echidna and the Chimera are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like the, the Chihuahua's false identity. Yeah. I mean, it's that's just the first thing I kind of came up with. Like when I was reading, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's, you know, secret identity almost. Something that did stick out to me was in these two chapters, Percy is almost accepting his identity as the son of Poseidon. Oh. Yes, I was thinking that too. Because before he jumps off the arch, the um, the chimera is like, you have to trust in the gods. Like, if you're going to jump off, you have to trust in the gods and you don't trust them, right? And he had to admit that he has to trust in them. Yeah. Because if he didn't, then he would have died. <laughs> so, like, jumping off is a symbolism of accepting that not only is he the son of a Saturn, he needs to trust in the gods as a structure, like, during this mission. Yeah. It's no. like, yeah, it's not only his identity as the son of Poseidon, but it's also, like, the identity of, like, validating the identity of gods and, like, that they really exist because he hasn't yeah. really been he's been shown monsters and stuff but it's not hasn't been really proven to him that gods are real like the greek yeah. gods 
like the ones you might have never paid attention to. They don't pay attention to you either. It's a little either. Lightning Thief musical for you there. <laughs> Percy also gets the identity of fugitive thrust upon him. True. The rest. All right. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, we get a deeper look into Annabeth's identity with the whole architecture thing and her backstory. It yeah. makes you think about how you you can assume who another person is, but they have to tell you what their identity is. Like you, it's not nothing you can decide. Side for someone else, they have to decide it themselves. That's weird. Yeah, because Percy's like, you don't seem like an architect, and she's like, well, I am, and you're like, well, I can't argue with you there, right? That's true. Yep. And also, kind of like her talking more about her mom and her dad, and like her relationship with each of them. Um, it was like early chapter thirteen, but yeah, like. It really it defines her as like an individual i think um you know because when she was set out on her own so early i think i feel like that's a large part of her identity yeah rereading that i was like oh my god you were seven like imagine running away when you were seven i know i, didn't I did know what money was when i was seven <laughs> i feel like i didn't have like a basic concept of like finance no, at all. I definitely like ran away like down the street. How did I know you were gonna? Yeah, that makes sense. I like I'm running away, and you like get down the street, and you're like, "Well, now what? Like, I can't <laughs> even decide which. I can't. I'm not allowed to cross the street on my own." No, I. Oh my god, that's so real. I'd be like, "I'm running away." Well, after you leave my neighborhood, there's like an interstate, so. <laughs> So how would we deal with that? I was like, I don't really have the capacity to make a decision on which way to turn here, so <laughs> I yep. guess I have to go back. Back to food and shelter we go. But she did not. She yeah. kept going. She That's kept her. going. All the way to Long Island. I mean, she had help. Yeah. She was still seven. And like, I guess I even have enough mental capacity to understand what was going on. Maybe seven is older than I think it is. I don't it's know. kindergarten. No. Yes. No. It's kindergarten like for, kindergarten first grade. Definitely first. It's like first or second. Yeah. Uh, well, you start kindergarten. How at, old you are? What grades you're in when you're seven? Um. <laughs> you start kindergarten at six. I started at five. I started at five. Well, oh, because you guys have summer birthdays. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm pretty sure you start kindergarten when you're six. No, I was five. I'm Googling it. I was how old. Are you how old are we all now? Are you going to say? I don't know. Um. If I'm 19 now, and, I'm and that was... 14 years ago I guess I was 5 but is it 14 or 13 years ago 
Well, if it was 13 years ago, I would have been five. So that makes sense. Well, but mathematically, you're starting the next school year 19. Yeah. Wow, we are incompetent at math. You're five. No, I was five in kindergarten. You're five. You're five in kindergarten. Okay, so she was second semester of first grade, first semester of second grade. Oh my god. We figured it out, everybody. The most important thing in the world has been worked out, guys. Uh, we love to do it. Do we yeah. think the chimera prefers to be a dog or a chimera? Like, this is a real question about identity, right? <laughs> that wasn't a rhetorical question. I, I need your answers. I, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I can't speak for the chimera. But yeah. I guess that's. Like living as a small dog is like the ultimate life. Right? I agree. That that was my thought. You literally never have to walk. Like, very rarely do you have to walk. Someone feeds you. You're just always carried. And, like, yeah, you're more likely to get breathing problems. I feel like every little dog I've ever seen has breathing problems. But, like, <laughs> that one really geeked Ava. But, like, you just never have to do physical exercise. So who cares if your lungs don't work? Like, you are literally always carried. I'm thinking of the pugs who like because their noses are so squished they're like <laughs> like exactly like <laughs> you always are like picked up and carried because if you walk for more than 20 minutes you're in like critical condition I would imagine little dog but you know I think breathing fire is cool <laughs> that is true but like can he still breathe fire as chihuahua like a little like can like light birthday candles pathetic i don't know i you know go big or go home (laughs) i I just i'm so geeked by the idea of this like chimera who like just prefers to be a chihuahua (laughs) it's just the vibes of it are impeccable they're strong I mean, none of us are bio majors or, like, pre-vet, so it's, like, not like we know the anatomy of a chihuahua. So maybe there's, like, a firebox. A firebox? Like your voice box? Firebox. I mean, I'm not sure how, in theory, fire breathing works. I'd have to ask the dragons I know. Oh, of course. Please get back to me as soon as you can. Ugh, Game of Thrones is so good. I'm halfway through. I need to watch that. Anyway, this is... Anyway. Yeah, so identity in Percy Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we're talking about. We're clinging to our theme, guys. (laughs) Wow. Um, Identity. Oh, Uh, identity of... Who the fuck is the woman on the water? (laughs) Oh, yeah. That is real, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I immediately thought it was Sally. But it's not. I know. Because she's like, no, I'm not. Like, like Percy would know. Yeah, exactly. He'd be would like, he? Wait, let's think about that. Would he? 
He would know. He loves his mom. He's a little slow. Well, he's trying his best. But he, he did stop and was like, is that my mom? And he was like, no, it's not my mom. It did take him a second. Let's not give him too much credit. At least he, he looked. Well, that's not important. He was like, adult woman must be my mother. We don't see a lot of adult women in these books. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. You got like Artemis. I no Artemis is a child. Oh right. That's... There there are a couple. We see the gods sometimes. We see Athena and Aphrodite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess Medusa. Like I guess we do. Medusa, but like the main. I feel like we might see. Yes. Yeah. Do we see Hera? Battle of the Labyrinth is all about Hera, right? Ooh. Am I lying? Yeah. <laughs> I might be lying. But also, I remember Percy carries her across the water in Son of Neptune, too. Oh. Yes, 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 I remember that. Like, in disguise, and she's like, this is your god now. This is your god. <laughs> Honestly, that's how I feel, like, when I first picked up a Percy Jackson book, I was like, this is your god now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all my quarantine activities, like, I learned how to, like, embroider. I was like, this is God now. <laughs> oh, the last sentence of these chapters is just so good. The train trundled west as darkness fell, police lights still pulsing against the St. Louis skyline behind us. Mm. Yeah, Rick is very good at, like, opening and closing. I know. Right. <sighs> I mean, he's an author, so, like, it makes sense, but, like, he's... You know, I, I really have a lot of respect for authors who can write well. Yeah, I feel like it, that, that's... It's a brave opinion, but I feel like it is held by many. <laughs> yeah, really, um, you had to have the confidence there to say that, didn't you? But glad and, you expressed yourself in that way. <laughs> I know, I, I just really felt like I needed to say that to the world. Okay, so where did we Percy Sass moments? Ooh. But not Percy Sass moments because we decided not not just Percy. Just honestly, we're at this point, it's just funny moments. Yeah, that's true. This was a Percy funny moment, but I can't remember where it. I have mine if we're waiting. Go for I'm... it, Brayden. Uh, page 206, the first chapter in our section, which I think is 13 because I've already forgot. Uh, I smiled uneasily at the fat lady. She smiled back, her forked tongue flickering between her teeth. Wait a minute. Forked tongue? Mm -hmm. I just thought that was funny. It was less funny when <laughs> I read it, but it was funny in my internal monologue. No, I get that. No, it was funny. <laughs> um, this isn't really funny, but I guess it's sassy and honestly quite jarring. It is page 200, um, and they're talking about uh, how whoever this figure is in Percy's dreams, it's Kronos, but they think it's Hades at this point, um, and they're talking about how they're making an offering for his mom, and Annabeth says, you can't be tempted to make a deal for your mom, and Percy says, what would you do if it was your dad? And she says, that's easy, she said, I'd leave him to rot. <laughs> it's like, oh! <laughs> like, it's like, we knew it was bad, but she says, I would let him die. <laughs> You're like, Okay. We are on the and then it gets a lot sadder from there. But it was quite a jarring way to start that moment of exposition. Yeah, I agree. 
Oh man, I I don't know where the specific one I was thinking of is. I'll find it at some point. Um, but wow, I don't like it, but I definitely noticed it on two o five when um, Percy's describing the lady, and he calls her a blue jean blimp. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. He, uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, also, that I felt. Also, was a little funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, also, I felt so seen when they were like, Hades has a, like, there's a legitimate reason why everyone is scared of the dark. I was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> 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 I'm still a little scared of the dark sometimes. I have been vindicated. <laughs> true. Okay, and then to round it out, we like to give an offering for one of the characters in these chapters who we appreciate or think needs it. Uh, who would like to go first? Beautiful vocalizations. I can go first if that's okay. No. All right. Well, I'll see you all later. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> My offering this week is for Annabeth. Hear it. <laughs> Sorry, um, she has such a sad backstory that comes out in um, the beginning of chapter 13. And I feel like she has talked about her dad before and running away and like slightly alluded to it but she hasn't gotten so much into detail about why she ran away and rereading all the details about what happened to her when she was a kid. If you think that she ran away when she was seven. So all of this stuff happened pre seven, um, that her stepmom wouldn't let her kids play with her, that like they wouldn't let them play together. And they constantly thought of her as like a threat to the family. Like, for all of that to happen to you when you're six, it was just very sad. And it shows a lot of how much of like where it came from in her personality that she just wants to be listened to and taken seriously um, because she was always ignored. And yeah, I love her. <laughs> and that made me very <laughs> sad. So I, that's my offering this week. Yeah. I would like to give my offering to the mom in the arch. The one who we see in the top of the arch with her family who got stuck up there and then is being rolled out on the stretcher in the end. And I guess this is an offering for bystanders who who are hurt in the crossfires of an event and also people who aren't believed because what they've experienced is out there but it's true but they're written off as crazy because um there's a history of writing off women's uh opinions as hysteria i my little second option after annabeth was remarkably similar to that um, my offering is for the little girl at the very end who saw Percy walk out of the water completely dry. 
and was like telling her mom about it. Um, she knew what she saw, you know, like she knew that she saw a, a boy walk out of the water completely dry. And like, it, it kind of made me think about like, and like her mom obviously didn't believe her because she like, didn't, she kept saying like, okay. Um, but it kind of made me think about like when demigods are young, you know, like they probably feel like all the weird shit they see, you know, like they probably jump to a lot of conclusions about themselves and they don't, I don't know. I think, I think none of them deserve that. So I don't know. I Wait, just, oh my God. Is she a demigod? I mean, that's what I thought. Yeah. I feel like it was an implication that she could see through the mist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't sure if it was like, oh, she's a demigod so she can see through the mist or like children are just more perspective sometimes. So like they can see through the mist. And when we grow up, we lose our sense of imagination. Like that kind of thing. What's that? I like both. <laughs> What's that story where Narnia? Is that how? It... Yeah. Once you stop believing in it, then you can't like how Susan... Oh, yeah, that's also kind of, like, Neverland. Yeah. That's so sad, because, like, being in a person who was 18, like, oh, no. <laughs> I used to feel so included, and now I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, my offering is for that young girl, who maybe a demigod, maybe not, but she knew what she saw. Well... That was that episode. We didn't talk much about Percy Jackson, I don't think. <laughs> but it was there. It was enough that <laughs> that I think <laughs> we have some salvageable stuff in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Tune in next week where we will be discussing... Ava, take it away. <laughs> we will be discussing chapters 15, A God Buys Us Cheeseburgers, and 16... <gasps> God who did it. Who did it? <laughs> it's fine. What are we gonna be discussing? Oh, okay, wait. Chapter 16, we take the zebra to Vegas. We will be discussion discussing the theme of distraction, which is a little funny. Oh, that is very funny. I'm gonna leave that in there because that worked <laughs> well. I'm gonna say the irony, wow. Um, be sure to follow us on all our social medias. We're on all platforms at Rich Turn to Camp and check out our Redbubble store. Yeah. Buy our stickers. Give us money. No, just kidding. The money doesn't get us anywhere. So it's fine. 